0: Hey everyone, welcome to the ANA show. I hope you all had a great weekend. I know here where I'm at, we had some pretty crazy winter weather, so I hope everyone made it safely through that with no issues. Today we'll do a quick sobriety status update, then jump right into the Monday message, which has to do with vision, so we'll talk about that. Then I had my sister on again to help tell the story of that time my heart almost exploded. Literally. So, let's get after it. Okay, everyone, so it's been 23 days of sobriety, that's right, and I'm feeling great, I'm feeling phenomenal, everything's going great, but I don't want to spend too much time on that today, I want to get right into the Monday message, which has to do with vision, and first of all, I want to say rest in peace to Bob Ross, one of the best painters ever to exist, fuck Picasso. And I ain't saying that to try to offend anybody. I know there's probably some Picasso fans out there. So don't get your butt hurts. But not only was Ross a phenomenal painter, but he also made you feel happy as he did it. And some of you are probably like, why Why the hell is Travis talking about Bob Ross, Picasso, and painting? Well, I'll answer that by asking you this. Do you think a painter, an actual good one, just whips out the brush and colors and starts splattering colors on the canvas in hopes to create a masterpiece? I think not. That's a no. They start with a vision, an image that they create in their mind to which they will then transport through art onto the canvas. I'll use this example. When I go to the gym in the mornings, do you think I go in there with no plan? Just wandering around randomly, picking what workout or machine I'm going to use? Definitely not no i have a plan a list of what muscle group i will be training that day and also a list of what lifts i'll be doing and how many sets and reps i mean that's just basic shit and i had that list in my head before i even walked through the gym doors in other words i have a plan i have a vision for how i want to you know achieve my workout that day and how i want to feel at the end of it any of you ever seen them badass wood or ice sculptures that are made with a chainsaw, the artists who make them also start with a vision of what they want the end result to look like. And I must say, those things are fucking sick. Crazy. So what I'm doing that I feel could help some of you out there who may be struggling with trying to better yourselves is that every morning before I even start the day, I take a few minutes and visualize what my success looks like. And for me, my vision is being one year sober being in the best health I've ever been in, and also being in a better financial position I've ever been in. Basically, just an all-around better person. You know, sometimes I think of myself as an old, rusted, and weathered muscle car that's been sitting out in the field for decades. You know the ones. You've seen them. they got all that tall grass rolling around them. And they probably have like a family of cute but rabies-infected raccoons living under the hood. But you see, now I'm trying to restore myself. And each day, I'm doing a little bit of work. Today, I did a little sanding. We'll say tomorrow, I'll put some bondo over the dents. Let's move it out. And the next day, I might just work on the motor. And the next, I'll upholster the seats. You see, it's all goes on and on and so forth. Each day, I'm doing a little bit of work to rebuild myself and eventually become that sexy beast of a muscle car. Strolling down the street, making everybody look twice, and the ladies wet, son. But before I even started all that work, I had to start with a vision of how I wanted that end result to look. So I challenge you to have a vision for whatever you are trying to achieve. And I guarantee you, you all are going to hear this a ton on this show. And that is, if you can see it and believe it, then you can achieve it. So now let's get to the story okay so got my sister here once again gonna help tell the story of that time my heart almost exploded literally how we doing today sis
1: i'm doing pretty good
0: no bullshit today like last time you had to deal with
1: been on vacation for a few days
0: and i just fucked it up didn't
1: i no <laughs> <laughs>
0: bringing up old shitty memories
1: no it's not shitty okay i mean they're not good
0: but right
1: our memories build us
0: true that true that so when was this what do you think 2012 2013 somewhere around there
1: it, it most definitely was around 2013.
0: okay and at the time you know we, we were both living together Uh, me and my sister were going through like i guess you can call it a little rough patch and i moved in and was crashed on the couch and we were both just trying to help each other get back on our feet with paying bills and such and you were where were you working then
1: i was working at papa john's
0: okay yeah and i was working at a place called riceland basically it was like the rice harvest season or whatever and they would you know farmers would bring in the rice and i'd be in the control panel booth pressing the bus button and it would lift the trucks up dump the rice or whatever and uh, also what got this started was i guess i was going through like a phase again in my head where i was having that body dysmorphia kick in Now i was starting to feel a little you know down about my appearance and my weight and all that it was really just kind of like infecting my brain once again and i wanted to try to go on a diet lose some weight and a friend of mine Happened to mention that he had some wind straw for sale. And for those of you out there that don't know, it's kind of like a, a, a steroid to help you cut weight. And so I was like, you know what, I think I'm going to try that. And so I ended up buying it off of him. And I even had one of my other friends who was more familiar with stuff because he dabbled in it a little bit in the past. And I'm, I'm kind of refraining from using their names. I kind of, they might not appreciate that. I don't know. Then again, they might not give a hoot, but I'm just going to go ahead and refrain from using her name. So I had that friend inspected and he told me, he's like, man, it's sealed. It looks legit to me. So I took that. I got his advice and all that. And so I decided to go ahead and try it. Now, now that we know all that, all you should know that my sister had no idea, right?
1: Right. That's true. No idea.
0: She didn't know what I was doing or, and all that. So basically when all this when it, when it got down to the nitty-gritty and the shit hit the fan i decided to take it one morning the first time i got up super early and i was gonna take it and go for a little jog with the dog at the time i had a a pit bull mixed with a rhodesian ridgeback named trigger and you your your dog what was she
1: uh, she was yorkie named princess
0: princess so as y'all can imagine you know i was crashing on the couch and my sister was a one-bedroom apartment with the two dogs so they could get pretty hectic at times you know yeah
1: because he was a big dog and she was a little bitty, tiny dog
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah and so I get up early before work and uh, I decided to take the injection I believe it was you know it only called for like uh one cc maybe and I'm pretty sure I, I took like a little less than that just to be safe and so I did that my sister uh, at that that morning or that night she slept on the couch I don't know why maybe I don't know but, um, so I, I, I snuck in the bathroom, did that and snuck on out with the dog and I was going to do a little jog and it didn't take no time after starting a jog that I started feeling my, my heart start to race and, and pump faster and faster. And I was like, well, I don't think this is supposed to be like an immediate effect. And I might've made it like one block before it was just, uh, beaten out of control crazy like, i looked down at my shirt and you could see it just pumping and i was like okay i gotta i gotta turn around and go back to the apartment on my way back i called my friend that inspected it and he didn't answer you know obviously he was early in the morning so i went to voicemail and this is one of the craziest things is that whenever i would talk and i was leaving that voicemail to me it sounded like i was on helium it was the craziest thing and so I was like, is this what my voice really sounds like? I was tripping. And so I, I run up to the, the apartment and I uh, wake you up. So why don't you tell him about, about that?
1: So he comes in and he's, he's talking fast. It almost sounds like his voice is a little higher. Um, I don't know if that was from the panic or the, the, the steroid itself, um, but you can visually see his heart pounding in his chest and the only way i can reference this is if you've ever i'm sure everybody's seen somebody who's on meth and how they are all over the place that's exactly what was going on with him as he's all over the place saying i gotta go to the hospital i need to go to the hospital i need to go to the hospital and i'm trying to tell him you know tell me what's happening and this is when he tells me this is what he's done and of course the next thing out of his mouth was don't call mom and dad
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> But you also, I mean, I was i am pretty sure I even asked you about my voice. Yeah, you did. And, and but it, it, to you, it was fairly normal voice.
1: It, it was fairly normal, but again, I don't know if it was the excitement
0: or... But it was definitely not like someone took in a big balloon of helium and was right. talking. Because that's know, exactly like, how it sounded to me. That's yeah. what it sounded like.
1: And you were freaking out about that too. Oh my God, I sound, I sound like a girl. I remember
0: you saying that. <laughs> okay. Interesting take. So, anyway, from there, you know, we went to the ER and we told them what happened. I got in the, in the, into the room, ER room or whatever. And they, they were wanting me to do, you know, to pee so they can do a, what, a, what is it called? A urinalysis. Urinalysis. And I couldn't pee. And so that's when I got the bad news that if I couldn't pee, I was going to have to get a catheter, mm-hmm. which is what happened. Yep. And so, what I don't, did they say how fast it was going? I mean, maybe what was the equivalent of what my heart was doing compared?
1: Well, it was the equivalent of somebody not jogging, but running at full speed, Um, which could be, it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was around 190 or so.
0: 190. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, from there, I guess it was, we couldn't go any, get, get around. You had to call mom and dad.
1: Yeah, because they, they not only said they were admitting you in the hospital, but they were going to put you in the ICU. Like, right. how am I not supposed to tell mom and dad that?
0: Right. Okay? Yep. So from there, I'm put in the ICU where I was there for three days. And basically the whole time, my heart is just racing. I mean, even through the gown, you can just see it pumping. And it was almost like maybe I was like the anomaly of the hospital.
1: Well, now what, what the people also need to know is um, your blood work not only was it your heart but you've never been a diabetic your sugar uh was through the roof so they were having to give you insulin shot and insulin pills they were having to give you potassium in the iv and then potassium pills so it's like everything just went through the roof and the other aspect was according to your blood work they thought that you were either had a heart attack or there was some kind of significant damage to your heart was another reason why you were in the ICU, along with the 190 something heart rate for three days.
0: Right, and so they were. So at the time, they're trying to figure out what they could do to get my heart rate down. And I do remember they tried to do a uh, sonogram, right? Is that was called? Or
1: the the. Ultrasound of
0: your heart. Ultrasound. That's what it is. Yeah. They tried to get an ultrasound picture of my heart and they couldn't even do that because it was beating too fast. Right. And so also, I remember they came in, I guess it might've been a group of doctors or nurses and doctors and they're like, Mr. Adams, we're going to, we're going to try to give you something. It's going to make you feel a little funny. I was like, well, okay, do whatever you need to do. Well, basically, basically they gave me something that made my heart stop and restart and so when they did that, they all gathered around and held me down because I was freaking out. And it, that was the craziest feeling I ever had in my life. But I mean, basically, like I said, they stopped my heart and then restart it restarted. And so when, when they when they let me go, I was like, well, that didn't feel funny at all. That was terrible. It's like, well, yeah, we didn't want to tell you what it was going to actually do. <laughs> you know?
1: Well, you know, and I, and I remember talking with the doctor and I said, well, you know can I not bring this vial of stuff up here and y'all analyze it so you know how to treat him and they said well it could take anywhere from a day to 30 days we'd have to send it off so it was different than treating somebody like if they had overdosed on a certain drug the doctor said to me exactly he said you know if somebody had come in here and they did an eight ball of dope we'd know exactly how to treat them but being as that they didn't know what was in this vial there was no way to treat him so they had to just let it run its course and I mean he didn't sleep for 3 days.
0: Yeah, I didn't sleep for 3 days. If I did, I might have just had like a real quick out and then I was right back up. And it, it definitely wasn't wasn't very fun. I remember the guy next to me kept shitting in the bed and that that sucked, you know. You know, God bless him, hope he got over whatever he's going through, you know. And so I was in there for 3 days, 3 days with the catheter. That's also something I'll never forget, you know the insertion and the withdrawal
1: but even with women it's terrible
0: oh uh, yeah i don't i wouldn't say it, it hurt it just i wouldn't i don't even want to think about it anyway <laughs> let's bring back some memories so in the in the icu for three days then i finally get out and get my own room and one another thing it was pretty embarrassing is that this whole time i'm i'm not really able to get up and walk you know i was in bed for three days straight then I think I, that I think they just wheeled me in that bed into a room. that I didn't get up and walk or get up in a wheelchair. And so I hadn't walked. And so, but one thing that I won't ever forget as well is that, you know, I had to be bathed by hand. And so just imagine, you know, I'm laying there under my gown all naked and shit. And these cute little nurses are coming in and just like wiping me down. It's, yeah, it was pretty fucking embarrassing.
1: Oh, I imagine it was.
0: Yeah. Very embarrassing. (laughs) So I had my room for two days. Then eventually they let me get up and walk and do some laps around the the hallways, which is crazy to think about, you know, just laying in bed for five days, how much it, you know, it takes away from your ability to walk some, you got to take your time walking. That was pretty fucking crazy. So, and then finally, finally got out of there, everything Seems to be, it got back to normal, so.
1: Well, not before you threw a fit about having a buffalo chicken sandwich from Subway.
0: Right, yeah. I had to well, have one of those. You had to have now.
1: one of those when you were I don't there.
0: remember <laughs> what I, what all I ate while I was in the hospital, the Hospital honestly. food? Right, yeah, I just, I don't remember. Because when
1: of... you were in the ICU, you know, somebody was only allowed in there, they had visiting hours, so nobody could bring in anything. Hmm. So it wasn't until you got to your own room that you could have something from outside. Of course, that's once your your heart went down but the end result was that he didn't have any heart damage or anything like that which is is a miracle in of itself because somebody else would have died
0: right so well that pretty much wraps up that story so sis, what i've started doing is whenever i have a guest on helping tell a story at the end of it all i like to do what i call the five questions okay or whatever i don't really have a name for it but it's just five questions that i randomly think of so if you're down, we'll do five questions. just to basically get to know you a little better or just get your interesting take on certain topics. So if you if you're down, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Question number 1. Let's say hypothetically aliens were to come to Earth, not necessarily to invade and kill every one of us and then, you know, take all of our resources. Well, let's say they came to visit, like a visitation. What would you think they'd look like?
1: I don't know. The only thing that comes to my mind would be from that movie with uh, Amy Adams.
0: Was that their arrival? Yeah, the arrival.
1: Yeah. I think maybe they'd look something like that. I don't know. But we really didn't get a good picture of what they looked like. It was just like a shadow.
0: <laughs> well, they almost looked like they could have been almost squid like. Yeah. Or octopus like. I don't know. Which interesting wouldn't say fact but a lot of people in the field of what is it, marine biology Mm -hmm. marine biology they seem to think or some i don't know that actually octopus may be aliens because they're like super super duper different than they're weird (laughs) yeah they're super fucking weird okay question number two
1: okay
0: why do you think dogs look embarrassed when they take a shit
1: good question i don't know um well like like you walk your dog on a leash so you're right there watching him Mm -hmm. my dogs they have a fenced in backyard so i don't really watch them but i mean you you go take a dump outside every time and have to scoot your butt across the yard and see
0: but like when they piss they seem more confident
1: well not a female dog like That must be a Uh, male dog thing because they're marking their spots. Like, this is mine. Right. But a male, like my my female, she looks kind of embarrassed when she's peeing Huh. Especially when she slides across the ice.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. All right. Question number three. Let's see. What's it gonna be? Okay, so you might be aware that in the past, we as a nation in the world, blah, 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 have been through a lot of wars.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, and about, I don't know, maybe five months ago or less, President Biden ended the so-called what was it, decade-long war in Afghanistan. Have you ever heard of a war ending in the death of 13 service members and also an innocent family being killed in a drone strike? No. Okay. Yeah. Me neither.
1: And I'm not. I'm not gonna elaborate on that anymore because I might say some stuff.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, i was just curious because I haven't. No. Me neither. Okay. Mm-hmm. What well, we are we on? Question number four. Mm-hmm. If there's any body part of a man that you think could be done away with and never existed and you wouldn't miss it, what would it be?
1: Is it just a man or a man or woman?
0: Man. Man. Man.
1: Oh, I don't know. Uh, the pinky toe.
0: The pinky toe?
1: I mean, what's the purpose? Why do we have five toes on each foot? Is that not weird?
0: I'm asking the questions. But yes.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Question number five. Okay. Is there anywhere in the world you would like to move if, let's say, you won a billion dollars?
1: A billion dollars
0: right after and then after the government took their unfair share <laughs> that you could move and live for the rest of your life where would it be
1: uh well you might think i'm crazy but i'm gonna say australia
0: you're fucking nuts
1: well i'm just going based on tv shows it looks pretty cool that's right. all i gotta go by
0: you realize there's the spiders there are like just like fucking millions
1: so, okay, so I'll change it from Monster <laughs>
0: too late, too late.
1: Let's just stick with Montana.
0: Montana?
1: Yeah, like in the middle of a mountain valley.
0: Where would you get your groceries? Would uh, you even have internet signal?
1: You'd have to raise your groceries. What if you don't have internet? Well, then I can listen to your podcast.
0: That's true. That's the fucking problem.
1: Okay, well, I'll live on top of the mountain then.
0: Okay. <laughs> Well, I really appreciate it, sis. Thank you for coming once again. And everyone else out there, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next Monday.